time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. It's Monday. That means it's time to start our football season preview segment. And we begin it with the North County Raiders as they will face the Farmington Knights in week one in a broadcast matchup. I own Sean Malone previews North County season. The North County Raiders enter the 2023 season coming off an 8-3 2022 year as Class 4 District 1 semifinalists. The Raiders are graduating a class of seniors that included Job Smith, Andrew Sivy, Cooper Kekek, and quarterback Jack Moore. Head coach Brian Jones and his North County offense will feature a new quarterback, Henry Alabach, who fills the position left after Jack Moore graduated. Coach Jones says Alabach has worked hard this offseason to earn the starting QB job. Everybody had kind of expected Henry to be the heir apparent, and he had a great offseason, you know, great offseason in the weight room, and then Henry's a football first guy. He takes football seriously, and it's something he's really passionate about, and um, if, if it wasn't raining or there wasn't snow on the field, he and a, a group of his friends were out there uh, running plays on their own just about every day during the offseason. And um, coming into the preseason, you can really tell that those guys spent a lot of time running plays and getting reps and, and developing their, their game. You know, I, I think people are going to be uh, really surprised at what he's uh, able to bring to our offense. After key contributors graduated in the spring, where does the depth stand this year compared to last year? Here's Coach Jones. For the past couple of years, we, we've been really thin on the offensive and defensive lines, and that might be one of our biggest skill groups this year is our offensive and defensive linemen and um, we, we're really uh, we're really thin at our linebacker position right now. We don't have a lot of uh, linebackers so it, it's kind of strange how uh, depth at, at certain positions kind of uh, changes from year to year depending on your guys but outside our linebackers our depth is pretty decent at most spots and, and you have bodies uh, you know you have numbers depth and then we're still trying to figure out how much actual playing depth we have. And with the new season and some new faces Coach Jones says the team goal doesn't change. Our goal is always real simple. We just want to get better each week. We want to be better week one or week two than we were week one, and we want to be better uh, week nine than we were week eight, and we're playing our best football at the end of the season. And if we improve each week, then whatever happens at the end of the season is is what it is. You know, we don't have anything to hang our heads about or be disappointed in. The, the, the worst thing that can happen is that we underachieve. You know, to say that we're going to go out and, and do great things, um, you know, turn out heads and stuff, Yeah, it's too early to say that but um you know the main thing is is as long as we don't underachieve and we play to our potential and get better each week then then we're going to be satisfied with what we've done at the end of the season Raiders open the season at Farmington on August the 25th in a week one broadcast contest on AM 1240 KFMO North County's home opener is in week two against the St. Clair Bulldogs on September 1st before they head back on the road to DeSoto in week three and return home to host Hillsborough in week four on KFMO the Raiders are at Mount Vernon Illinois in week five followed by a home date against conference foe Festus in week six week seven the Raiders travel to Windsor to face the Owls and continue the road trip in Potosi against the Trojans during week eight both of which will be on KFMO North County wraps up the regular season on a Thursday night at Raider Field in week nine against Sullivan reporting for KFMO Sports I'm Sean Malone. Sean thanks again week one is a broadcast game North County at Farmington from Farmington High School coverage on KFMO begins with pregame at 630 kickoff at 7 o'clock. That is Friday, August 25th. Today is the first official day for high school sports practice for the fall season, and so it's the most wonderful time of the year as sports are starting back up. Again, our high school football broadcast schedule has been released on the website kfmosports.com. And for the football preview segment for this fall sports season, we'll give you the rundown for this week. Of course, today is North County. Tomorrow it'll be Farmington as that's our week one matchup.
matchup. Following that, on Wednesday, it'll be the Central Rebels preview. Then on Thursday, the Potosi Trojans. And Friday, the Valley Catholic Warriors. From then Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals dropped two of three to the Colorado Rockies after Sunday's loss. With more on the one nothing defeat, here's Mike Reeves. The Cardinals went over nine with runners in scoring position and stranded 15 runners in a one nothing loss to the Rockies, and they finished with a record of three and seven on their 10 game homestand. St. Louis manager Oliver Marmol. We didn't get that necessary hit in order to kind of get that game going um, in the first, even the line drive by Nolan right at the first baseman that could kind of start something, speed uh, their starter up and kind of build from there, but that didn't happen. But we had other opportunities and just couldn't come up with a big hit. The game's only run scored in the third inning on a sacrifice fly by Ezekiel Tovar. The winning pitcher is Austin Gomber. He's now 9-8 and eight after giving up six hits in six innings. The loss goes to Zach Thompson. He's 2-4. and four. He pitched the first four innings of a bullpen game for St. Louis. The save goes to Justin Lawrence, his ninth. The final, Rockies won. Cardinals nothing. In St. Louis, I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Card starter Zach Thompson on his four-inning outing where he allowed just one run. I went out and had fun with kids. Um, just stuck to my plan, attacked the zone, and, and good things happened for the most part. Right fielder Jordan Walker, how tough is it to have the offense not contribute when the pitching staff did a great job on Sunday? Obviously, it's disappointing, man. Um, but, you know, that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. And, you know, we're doing everything in our power to make sure it doesn't happen again, uh, for sure. But, yeah, it's definitely disappointing when, you know, the pitchers are working so hard, you know, to keep us in that game. The Cardinals are off today before a five-game road trip that starts Tuesday in Tampa Bay with a three-game series against the Rays. Coverage Tuesday night on B104.3 begins with pregame at 445, first pitch at 540. Miles Michaelis will make his first start since serving a five-game suspension received after beating Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs back on July 27th. Michaelis appealed the suspension after it was announced and was able to pitch on August 1st, but after that, he dropped the appeal and served the five-game suspension. To the Major League Soccer side and St. Louis City SC is off until August 20th when they host Austin FC. Currently happening in the MLS landscape. It's the League's Cup, and last night, Lionel Messi put Inter-Miami on his back, scoring two goals in their match against Dallas FC, the second of which coming in the 85th minute on a free kick. Highlight courtesy of the MLS on Apple TV. Your wall to do its job. Messi up Inter-Miami won the match on penalty kicks 5-4 to to advance. From there to the FIFA Women's Soccer World Cup and Team USA was knocked out. The game came down to penalty kicks where Team Sweden would outlast the U.S. 5-4. to Midfielder Julie Ertz describes the emotions after being eliminated in the round of 16. Obviously we're proud of the way that we played, but um, we didn't put anything in the back of the net. I mean, the penalties was tough as well. Um... I think for me it's just emotional because it's probably my last game ever being able to have the honor to wear this crest. So I think it's just, uh, it's just tough. Team Sweden moves on to the quarterfinals. NCAA football and camps have begun for the majority of NCAA football programs, including Missouri Tigers. Some notable news within the NCAA football landscape, Oregon and Washington will move from the Pac-12 conference to the Big Ten, which essentially kills the Pac-12 that now has just four teams, while the Big Ten moves to an 18-team conference. I'm sure you've heard it now, but Mizzou head coach Eli Eli Drinkwitz expressed his feelings on teams in the West Coast moving to a conference with the majority of its teams in the East. I thought the transfer window 
I thought the portal was closed. Oh, that's just for the student athletes. The adults in the room get to do whatever they want, apparently. And it's, um, you know, it's just sad that there's, um, look, I, my question is, did we count the cost? I'm not talking about a financial cost. I'm talking about, did we count the cost for the student-athletes involved in this decision? What cost is it to those student-athletes? We're talking about a football decision they based off football, but what about softball and baseball who have to travel cross-country? Do we ask about the cost to them? Do we know what the number one indicator of, uh, of symptom of, or cause of mental health is? It's lack of rest and sleep. Traveling in those baseball, softball games, you know, those those people, they travel commercial. They get done playing at 4. They got to go to the airport. They come back. It's 3 or 4 in the morning. They got to go to class. I mean, did we ask any of them? Are we going to look back? I, I don't worry at all about the game. The game is going to be strong. Football is going to be fine. We'll all figure it out. But did we consider the people that we are entrusted to? Did we consider the student-athletes? From there to the NASCAR Cup Series as they were scheduled to race on Sunday at Michigan International Speedway for the Firekeepers Casino 400. However, they battled the elements. Rain and the track not having lights pushed it over to today. But we do still have a Monday morning race recap courtesy of the Motor Racing Network. Rain delays racing until today in Michigan. This is the Monday morning race recap presented by Sunoco. Whether you're heading to the track or just hitting the road. Fill up with Sunoco and fuel your best. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The NASCAR Cup Series Firekeepers Casino 400 at the Michigan International Speedway will resume today at the two-mile oval. After rain moved in yesterday, suspending the race at lap 75. The green flag today is set for 12 noon Eastern time. There was plenty of action during the first 75 laps that were completed, including crashes involving former champions Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott, multi-time winner this season William Byron, along with Josh Berry. Tyler Reddick is leading the race under the red flag with his 2311 racing Toyota, while Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, Martin Truix Jr., and Eric Jones round out the top five. Six through ten belong to Austin Sindrick, Brad Kozlowski, Austin Dillon, Bubba Wallace, and Denny Hamlin. Again, the race will resume today at 12 noon after rain yesterday, and it can be heard here on MRN. Once today's race is completed, the NASCAR Cup Series will head to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course for this Sunday's Verizon 200. That's the Monday Morning Race Recap presented by Sunoco. I'm Kyle Rickey on the Motor Racing Network. Coverage at 11 o'clock. The Motor Racing Network has it all from Michigan International Speedway. The Firekeepers Casino 400 is on KFMO. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.